Hey, 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 welcome to the Indecisive Horror Show Podcast, a podcast for all horror fans of every hemp quotes I would have that they want to listen to. I'm your host, Trey Prevos, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about Escape Room Term of Champions, my review on that movie, and also the state of horror in 2021. First off, I want to apologize for the gap in between my last video and this. Um, there's been some stuff going on, family stuff, that I don't care to share. Because personal, y'all. So, first off, let's talk about Escape Room Tournament of Champions. So, a lot of people had, I'd say, negative reviews of this movie. It was a movie that people felt was just an unnecessary sequel to the original. Now, I wasn't the biggest fan of the original, but what I do have to say, I actually really enjoyed this sequel. I saw it, I believe it was last week, um, and I think it improved upon the original in every way imaginable. Um, so, a lot of people said that this is a cash grab, and I really don't think it was, because the original, I think, was the cash grab, because it was going off the hype of Escape Rooms and trying to make money off it. But Escape Room TOC, it realized that Escape Rooms aren't as big a thing as they were back when Escape Room came out back in, uh, what was it, 2017, was it? Um, 2019. Uh, this is a game on 2021 escape rooms are not as big a thing as they used to be. So I think the writers, directors realized that and realized they had to make this bigger. And that's what they did. They expanded upon the mythos and overall they created a much more engaging story I feel. And um, it was one of the most enjoyable films I've seen this year. Not the most enjoyable, we'll be getting to that later. But um, escape room in terms of champions good movie, I would recommend you see it. Um, they do recap the original in the beginning, but if you haven't seen the original, I do think you should see that before you see uh, this one. They kind of made it seem in the trailers, I will say, as if you didn't have to see the original, but I think if you see the original, it makes it a lot more of a coherent viewing experience. You could probably still enjoy it if you hadn't seen the original, but There'll be some nods and storyline that won't make as much sense. I mean, it'll make sense, but you won't know the source material it's coming from. Um, but yeah, Escape and Tournament of the Champions um, has exceeded my expectations by a long shot because I did not anticipate liking it because I didn't like the original. I thought I was going to hate this movie, and I actually came out of the theater having really enjoyed it. Now, this is one of uh, four horror movies that I've seen this year. I know, I've only seen four. What can I say? I'm 17. I don't get that many opportunities to go to the theater. Um, so, let's get into talking about where I think this movie falls in discussions about horror for 2021 um and let's just talk about horror in 2021 in general um first off movies that i want to quickly talk about um that 
I they have been out uh, a lot of spoiler reviews out on them but I just haven't gotten around to seeing it um, I do plan on watching them um, but just didn't get around to it when they came out I mean, there are a lot of horror movies coming out this year we have the pandemic really messed us up in 2020 so we have double the amount as usual and starting off that list of haven't seen is um a quiet place part two now i wasn't the biggest fan of the original and i've heard this one is pretty much on the same part so i'm not that anxious to watch it um it's on paramount so i'll probably stream it sometime soon just hasn't been at the top of my priorities like spiral Val. that's when i actually really want to see i didn't get to see it in theaters because um i wasn't 17 yet so I needed, an, I needed an adult to accompany me, and no adults wanted to see it. So I had to wait for Bluer to come out, and I am currently have that in my car on Amazon. I'll get around to ordering it, I'm sure. Um, I also look forward to uh, it being covered on the Kill Count. I have a lot of these. A lot of these are probably going to be covered on the Kill Count. Hosted by James and Jeez on Dead Me, by the way. Not a sponsor. Go check out Dead and Me on YouTube. Great channel. I've talked about them before on this podcast. A incredible team over there, um, headed by James Genius and Chelsea Rebecca, um, the engaged couple, who have an amazing YouTube channel and their podcast. I'm addicted to it. I've listened to every episode that won't spoil stuff for movies I haven't seen. Um, yeah, go check out Dead Me if you haven't before. I don't know how you haven't. If you're listening to this, you're probably a big horror fan already, but you should go check them out either way. Um, moving on to this list, Old. I was going to see it in theaters, but instead saw Escape Room TOC. Um, is it horror? It might be more of a thriller, which a lot of M. Night Shyamalan's work does fall into that category. Um, I'm actually... Do want to see it, though? Um, I'm not the most experienced with Shyamalan's films. I've, I've only seen The Sixth Sense and The Visit. Visit, I really enjoyed. And The Sixth Sense, it's in my top ten movies of all time. It's a great movie. Um, so, I expect to really enjoy all the premise sounds. Very intriguing. Um... So, yeah, oh, that's on my list to watch. Next are Fear Street 2 and 3, uh, 1970, and I believe 1666. So, I saw the first one. Now, 2 and 3 I haven't seen. I will watch them probably as the kill accounts come out, um, because he and James and James did announce that he's doing the trilogy. Um, but... I only got around to watching the first. Um, I might wait a bit because I, I want to watch it right before the kill counts. Um, and I know he's having some legal issues, copyright issues, uh, covering them. So we'll have to see where it goes. Um, I really enjoy the first one, so I expect to like two and three. I'm actually not too enthusiastic about three. Um, sixteen, sixteen. I might be wrong, but I have a feeling it's going to go very much into this kind of period piece, which I'm not the biggest fan of period pieces, I'll be honest, especially when you get into the, that, like, 
old colonial era i feel like it's very overdone and it could it could get very like witchcrafty which granted the first one did get into but it had more of a modern take with that kind of millennium slasher which kind of evened out i do have a little bit of fear of the second one since it does go a little older but i think it'll have more of a standard camp slasher feel from what i saw in the first one and i've heard um but yeah i'll get around to watching those too probably within the next month or two um now these are ones i have seen so potential spoiler alert um in addition to escape from Tomb champions conjuring 3 what i actually did i actually watched all the conjuring movies in preparation for this when it was uh streaming on hbo max i did not see this one in theaters um and I gotta say, when I watched all the Conjuring movies, I'd only ever seen the original. None of them scared me as much. The first, the first one actually really terrified me. I had to stop watching that because I had to get up over the next one. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep if I keep watching this. So then I went through the other, the other Conjuring, uh, the three Annabelles, and I also watched uh, the Nun and Curse of La Llorona. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of like paranormal horror. Um, first Conjuring, eh. Um, I'll probably cover. I'll probably share my rank on here sometime. Uh, my favorite actually is Annabelle Comes Home, which I know a lot of people hate on, but I enjoyed it because it's got more of a slasher feel, which is my favorite subgenre. Um, Conjuring 2, a lot of people do say it's the best. I, I, I agree that it's one of the better ones. Uh, I think Annabelle gets too much hate. Um, but a lot of them have kind of that medieval or like old western feel, which I'm not the biggest fan of. I mean, old western. I mean, Back to the Future 3 is one of my favorites, but besides that, western, like, it's not really my favorite. Um, western would be an Annabelle creation. It's not exactly Western, but it's kind of in that setting. Um, Conjuring 3, though, it kind of falls into that thing that I think Quiet Place Part 2 is going to fall into. That this year kind of seemed like the year for mediocre sequels. Like, it's just horror is just a bunch of sequels to blockbusters that didn't exactly need sequels. Uh, cash grab a lot of the time, but uh, Scooping Tournament Champions worked out for me, so. Um, who am I to say anything? Uh, the, never mind, so I actually reviewed it, Forever Purge. I've reviewed it. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, go see my other review. Um, the one I have seen, you heard me talking about this Fear Street. I really did enjoy it. That's my favorite movie of 2021 so far. Um, haven't seen that many, as I said, but Fear Street Part 1, 1994 really interesting premise um they took a twist on this lasher subgenre um and created a very enjoyable movie that um it surprised me i had a friend tell me oh you gotta watch it and i'm like Oh, I don't know, maybe sometime, and I finally, for her, I watched it, and Amalia, thank you, because Fear Street, Part 1, 1994, very, very fun movie. Um, Alright, now let's get into movies that I want to see. These are uh, movies that 
either they're only been out for, only been out for a little bit or um are gonna be supposed to come out later this year that i do intend to see um first one's a Candyman remake now hold off of the hate comments i haven't seen any Candyman movies i know i have to at least see the original before i see the remake um but now i'll be honest i am not the most optimistic for seeing Candyman the original um but i'll i think it's an important movie i mean it's like a horror classic and i'm pretty sure that's for a reason i i, I bet it's very well made it's probably like Silence of the Lambs. It's that early 90s era of like high quality, well-made film that I probably just will think is a little bit overhyped, overrated, and um, just not favorite premise for me. But I, I think it's important that I see the original and the original. I'm kind of a completionist, so I will see the remake, and I probably will want to see... Um, I think there are Candyman sequels. Weren't there? Um, but I mean... Can't even, the premise is it, it, it's pretty well played on that idea of saying somebody's name and they peer over and over um very Beetlejuice-esque um let's see, yeah Candyman I think yeah Farewell to the Flesh um probably see that sometime I don't know um, only 17, a lot, of, a lot of classic cinema I have to see, but, um, yeah, Candyman. Next one, this is one that I really, this is probably the one, this is probably the one I want to see second most on this want to see section, and that's the Slumber Party Massacre remake. Now, there hasn't been much word about this, but... The original is one of my favorites of the 80s, and um, is it on my list? Let me check if it's on my list for uh, 31 for 31, my uh, list of horror movies to watch in October. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's been, I, I just did my top 31 horror movies for that, and uh, that's my 19th favorite. Um, so... Yeah, big fan of the original. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2, I can enjoy. It, it, it's really stupid, but I uh, can enjoy I haven't seen the third one. Um, I'm not in a rush. Uh, I don't know if I can stream it anywhere. I'll have to check, but someday I'll, I'll get around to watching it, I'm sure. Because um, first one, love. Second one, enjoy. Third one, I uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that remake is probably going to be a very fun experience. I do wonder what they can get away with showing now, because, like, that notorious shower scene, the original Summer Party Massacre, I don't know if they get away with that gratuitous nudity nowadays. Um, I mean, you can go deep into that kind of content now, but you have to have more of a reason than you used to. You can't just show nudity for the sake of showing it. You have to have a reason for showing it now, or else you know, you'll get canceled, whatever, so. Um, we'll see how they approach that, um, but Summer Party Massacre, the remake, definitely want to check out. Um, <clears throat> this one, Don't Breathe 2, I haven't seen the original Don't Breathe, just whenever one I haven't gotten around to watching. Um, so I'll have to watch that before I see this one. Um, this is one that a family member of mine actually really wants to see with me, so I ought to, uh, 
watch the original with them, and then watch this one and just to make them happy. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about because I don't, I haven't seen the original, so I can't really say any expectations I have for the sequel. Um, this one I can, and this is the one that I'm most looking forward to, and that is Terrifier 2. Terrifier is one of my favorite slashers of all time. It is definitely my favorite horror movie of the 2010s. It is in my 31 for 31 list. Um, it, and I look forward to this because I think it's going to be even better to sequel because they hopefully will keep up that gore, the special effects that made the first one so great. But they should have a higher budget, so hopefully they can get better acting, hopefully they can get a better story, and hopefully they can do film instead of digital. But um, Art the Clown, he is my favorite horror clown. Um, behind, followed by It, uh, by Pennywise from 1998 miniseries, and then Shorty from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, Terrifier 2, though. That's gonna be a lot of that. I've heard about that flamethrower scene. Just like Summer Party Massacre, though, the remake, um, Terrifier 2 movie that has been kind of quiet talking about. Like, it's supposed to come out this year just like the Slumber Party Massacre remake, but with both of these movies, for whatever reason, there's not much being revealed about them. Um, Terrifier 2 a bit more than the Slumber Party Massacre remake, but we'll have to see what comes to that. Um, next. And the last one on this section of the list is Halloween Kills. Now, I have seen Halloween through Halloween Resurrection. I have not seen either Rob Zombie or Halloween 2018. Um, I know I don't have to see the Rob Zombie ones to see this one. I do, however, have seen Halloween 2018. Um, again, I'll, I'll, I have a couple months to see that before Halloween Kills comes out. Um, so, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween movies as everybody else. I mean, they're they're good. They're good movies. Um, I can watch them and enjoy them. I'm not a diehard Halloween fan. I'm not obnoxious about, oh, you gotta love Halloween. Or, you're not a horror fan. Halloween isn't even in my 31 for 31 list. Halloween 2 is, but Halloween is not. Um, which I don't think it is. I, I can check, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Halloween 2 is yeah halloween is not um it's good it's classic just not great if i want to see a classic slash i'd much rather watch psycho um but halloween 2018 i do anticipate i like uh people have talked acknowledging about it so i won't talk about that especially since i haven't seen it halloween probably one of the most talked about horror movies of all time like is that the Shining and The Thing are like all so talked about. There's nothing left to talk about them that hasn't been talked about. Um, but yeah, Halloween Kills. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Never go wrong with her talented actress. Um, so that covers that list. Um, there is one honorable mention I do want to talk about, and that's Scream. Not the one coming out in 2022, which I have very low expectations for. I'll, I can talk about that in the future. Um, but the original Scream. Phantom is doing a one-night screening across the country in limited theaters. And I'm lucky enough 
to live like less than 20 minutes away from a theater where it's being showed so i am hoping that i'll be able to score tickets um i have it set to notify me by email when they're available so i can immediately get those tickets for it um and i mean if it's only one i am watching screen by myself terrifier 2 i'll take the friend who my friend who recommended fear Street, who loves terrifier it's i think her favorite horror movie of all time so i think it's my favorite we see terrifier 2 ever but Scream, if I can only get one ticket, I'm going by myself to that screening because that is such an important film to me. Um, one of my favorite, not only one of my favorite horror movies of all time, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it is my third favorite horror movie and fifth favorite movie because obviously as a horror fan, a lot of my favorite movies are going to be horror. Um, but yeah, that's going to be an amazing experience for me because I'm too young to have seen Scream in theaters. You know, I was born in 2004, it came out in 96, so I just never got the chance to see it. I would love to be able to see it in theaters, so that'll be great. Um, I'd get the 4K when it comes out, but I don't have a 4K, but I have an Xbox that plays it, but I don't want to have to, like, take Xbox to, like, a bigger TV and everything, so... I'm fine having the Blu-rays of all four. I mean, 4K, I think it's kind of a scam, honestly. It's not the most well-thought-out um, physical media format. Um, same reason Blu-ray isn't, but I mean, DVD kind of looks poopy, but whatever. Um, yeah, so in a lot of these movies, I actually heard, like, Son Prime Masterino, for example, I heard for the first time on Killer Flicks, so you should go to Facebook and check out the group Killer Flicks. Killer Flicks, a great, devoted horror community that loves to talk about any and all things horror, especially when related to film. Um, check out Killer Flicks. That's Facebook group Killer Flicks. Alright, that's all I have to discuss in today's episode. So to everybody listening, have a nice day.